Welcome to Soul Speak with Tammy Hendricks, the podcast filled with touching stories and real-world examples of soul-to-soul communication with our beloved pets. In this episode of Soul Speak with Tammy Hendricks, we explore animals and healing frequencies. Animals transmit some of the highest healing frequencies on Earth, and they generously share it with us through our own physical and emotional healing journeys. They show us what healing looks like, how we are blocked, and how we can access it ourselves. We'll talk about some common healing frequencies and how we can benefit from them. You'll meet Cynthia the Squirrel who befriended Janet and is helping her heal from the loss of her dear dog Grace. We'll also discuss ways to help your animals benefit from healing frequencies in their environment. And we'll do an exercise that will help you channel your pet's healing frequency. We have lots to cover, so let's get started. Hello, happy Wednesday, wherever you are. It's a bit rainy here where I am. We've got rain all week, a little bit different weather, but still beautiful. And I'm glad to see that you're starting to come in and excited about the show where we're talking about frequency. I'm already feeling the frequency before you get in the door, which I absolutely love. Uh, The animals have been coming forward, bringing you here. The animals actually guide you here. Um, Your animals currently, your past animals, uh, even uh, maybe a hawk you may have met on a ride, uh, you know, or on a walk uh, has led you here to our space, which the frequency, as you'll be able to feel as we go through, and some of you who have been here before know, we create a very powerful frequency that with the animals that then we take out in the world, which is absolutely wonderful. So I have a question right off the bat for you. What frequency did you bring into the room? Check. Close your eyes if you have to and just scan your body. What's your frequency? Is it a really high positive one? Is it a kind of like slow one today? What are you bringing to this moment as a frequency? I'm curious. I I genuinely am curious. Constance says she's got a high high frequency, a high vibe. Um, And Claire says, oh, I love that. It feels like a beacon of light from everyone lighting up around the world. We light the world up through this group. You know that. I hope you I hope you realize your animals' participation, your participation, and how much that matters in any moment of our lives. So as you know, because you're animal lovers, they transmit some of the highest healing frequencies on earth, and they're so generous to share it with us on our healing journeys, physical, uh, emotional, uh, you know, later I'll read something hopefully from Jennifer that talks about a physical healing as a result of something Gladys, her animal did. Um, they show us literally what healing looks like and they, uh, they show us where we're blocked and how we can access that ourselves. So it's huge. They come in with such a pure frequency very much like children that are closer to the other side, closer to pure positive energy than we are at at certain points in our lives where we're weighed down by our experiences or our, our situations. And those take our focus. Let's say they come in as these little beams of light to wake us up, shake us up, um, 
open our hearts. It's huge. It's huge. You'd be really surprised at the different frequencies they transmit just within the daily fabric of your life because we get to living with our animals and we're enjoying who they are. But if you really stop, like one time, um, the little, I call them the little gang in the house, um, they started running around when there was, uh, I had some visitors and, and it was kind of what they were talking about was tense. And all of a sudden the little started like playing this game of chase, going under things and around. And they were actually clearing the energy. They were actually raising the vibration. So animals immediately can read the emotion of any situation in person. And before, you know, our, I've got all these little things I want to share with you. Um, so I don't know if any of you are familiar with David Hawkins. Um, he wrote a book called Letting Go and very, very um, powerful writing. And he says, because all living things are connected on vibrational energy levels, our basic emotional state is picked up and reacted to by all life forms around us. All. It is well known that animals can instantly read a person's basic emotional state. Have you found that with, with your animal? Do you feel like your animal can read you? How is that? Can you read your animal? If you've been here very many times, you're probably starting to get very good at it. If you, you already had the skills to begin with. Um, so, you know, for the sake of, uh, going forward with frequency talk. And before I go, Diane asked, can you give the name of the book again? I would hold it up, but um, it's called letting go. And it's called the pathway of surrender. It's by David R. Hawkins, powerful, powerful spiritual teacher, um, powerful messages in his book. Um, so I would highly recommend. He also wrote power versus force. Uh, he became well known when uh, Wayne Dyer and he, Wayne, Wayne actually read something, got quite um, interested in it and then sought him out. And then um, he became uh, more known to all of us. Uh, so frequencies, right? Vibrations or the rate at which a vibration occurs. Um, you literally step into an energetic space that may come in the form of an ordinary moment. I have had so many times where I'm driving along and felt this energetic frequency for a, like could be just a block uh, where I'm going through. And then the minute I enter the block, I feel it the minute, minute I leave that, that block, uh, street block, uh, it, it, it drops. So there's a frequency. And the more you train yourself to notice your own frequencies, the more you uh, become aware of all the different frequencies we're swimming in and all the different frequencies that the animals help us with. So this is going to be a show and helping uh, the animals, helping us see all these different frequencies that we actually swim in all the time and how we can tap into that and live from that space. So you know, just for the sake of this discussion, frequencies are transmitted, right? And they're received. So transmitting, sending out, receiving, accepting or taking in. That's why I started and I was like, what is your frequency? What are you sending out? What are you transmitting at this moment? And so many of you said, you know, positiveness, love, 
I want, when you say that and you go back to it for a minute, like feel what that feels like in your body and anchor it in so that you can retrieve that at any time. And the animals are always helping us with that. And so an easy, an easy practice uh, in a day when you're uh, really busy, you, you just are going from one thing to another, you feel disconnected uh, is to see if you can't call in the vibration of your animal like for anything. Like for instance, when I say the animal started running around that immediately raises my vibration thinking of that, that memory is embedded in my field so that I can easily retrieve it at any time. And so as we go through the show, you can start collecting your own frequencies that you want to keep that you want to share. It's really, really cool when you start realizing this. So a healing frequency would be what a high vibration, right? A really high vibration. And, you know, just an aside, when we say we want healing, um, oftentimes that word has quite, um, I don't know, it's sort of an innocuous kind of like feel. And we're like, Oh yeah, I'd love some healing. Please bring me healing. And what, we don't realize when we're saying that and be careful what you ask for uh, healing hurts, you know, the, the physical healing, as you know, if any of you come through that, it hurts as we heal because things are releasing, things are stretching, things are expanding um, and, and emotional healing can be quite the, the pathway to go on at the same time. It's, it's so important for us to realize when we're in any of that, Oh, I must be in this healing phase and start to look at it a little bit differently. So this is going to be state the obvious, Tammy, but what is the highest frequency you can think of? Claire says love. Why is that? How do we all know that? Isn't that what the animals share with us? That precious energy that we often don't feel anywhere else. The sun, I like it. And laughter, I like it. All of those, you know, I want to say love is a cluster energy where it contains all these amazing pieces to it. it if we pull it out, laughter is a part of love. Um, so what are some of the common free healing frequencies that you encounter in daily life? And, you know, David Hawkins um, did a... a a scale of consciousness testing everything and a, a cat's purr and a dog's tail wag come in at over 500 on the consciousness scale. Very, very high, very high, very healing. Um, Barb says flowing water. I love that. I, I totally love it. Um, I would agree with that. That's a big one for a lot of people. Wouldn't you say? And then Deanna says puppies. Yes, puppies and babies and children, right? And Claire says, sitting in nature. We're going to look at that piece in a little bit, Claire. I agree with you on that one. Um, yes, definitely. Ah, I love that, Marianne. She says, rain. So why do you know that? How do you know that they're healing frequencies? I mean, I, I, I agree with you all, but how do you know that? What tells you that? What do you feel in your body how do you, when you experience rain, what do you feel when you see flowing water or experience flowing water? What do you feel in your body? What's your vibration like when you're around a puppy or kittens? 
And Claire, what about the sitting in nature? What is about that that is the piece that would help us understand what you mean by that? Um, Jennifer says, because you get a calm all over. Calm, Marianne says. Claire says, peace, calmness. Fascinating, you're all saying the same thing. Donna says, peacefulness and calm. And Shelley, calm. Wow. A sense of calm and peace. So what you're saying then is it registers in your body, right? Because that's how you're telling me. It's an inner and outer kind of feel. Would you agree? Think about this when you're thinking about frequencies in your animals. What are some special things that your pet does? Um, any signature moves that your pet has? Um, for example, I've got a client whose little dog is named Johnny Appleseed. He is so cute. Um, but he dances, he put music on and he dances to the music and he slides down the floor. <laughs> it is so funny to watch and you can't help just be overcome by joy at watching him. He created that. He was not trained to do that. That was his little like signature moves. Um, and I, you know, my, in my case, for instance, I have a dog named Bean and, um, she created a dancing uh, exercise with me. And all I have to do is turn on like music and look around and being staring at me and I'll stare back at her and she'll, she'll come over and she'll reach up and we'll put hands together and we'll walk around together. It's hysterical. She created that. And I don't know if any of you saw the, um, the post for the show, but there was a picture of a dog hugging me. Her name Summer. Summer created her own hugs. It's the sweetest thing. And I didn't tell her to do it. I didn't train her to do it. She literally from a puppy on uh, created that special hug on my shoulder. Um, so what kind of signature moves do your animals have or had? Think about that. Bring those into the focus. Um, and like I said, the cat's purring, it lists super high on the consciousness scale, same frequency that promotes physical healing process like the healing of bones. Wow. Amazing. So Renee, if you'd put up that uh, David Hawkins quote, I'd like to share this with you while I'm glancing. So by changing ourselves, we change the world. As we become more loving on the inside, healing occurs on the outside, much like a rising of the sea level lifts all ships. So the radiance of unconditional love within a human heart lifts all of life. Isn't that beautiful? So do you have to be in a certain state to receive a healing frequency? What if you're busy in your day and you bump into a healing frequency and you may not notice it? Does it affect you? Can it sneak in without you being aware? You ever been in a bad mood? Something happened and you're just like, mm, not feeling it. And then you'll have your dog or cat or bird or horse or whatever come up and nudge you or do something funny or do something that catches your attention. So my theory is that we're all swimming in healing frequencies all the time. The animals are certainly emitting them totally. And we will get benefit out of a healing frequency. It may not be the complete full benefit as if you were like super open and aware, but it definitely sinks in. And the good thing about it is it's a time release kind of thing where it's still, it, it keeps coming in. Um, and Marge says, Ferguson comes up in the evening, sits and meows at me, won't stop until I put 
food out for the possum and the deer. I love that. What a, like, I love that. It's like, mom, it's time. You need to like pay attention. <laughs> and Lori says, my nearly 14 year old Corgi just raises his head in the brightness of his eyes when he catches sight of me. I love that sight of me because he does see you. Our animals truly see us, not just who we are on the outside, but they see who we are on the inside. And that's what we really, really love. So I want to read you what Janet says. And I don't know if I have this. Cynthia, an angel in squirrel clothing, entered my life when grieving over the loss of my beloved dog, Grace. While I enjoyed watching them from afar, the thought of befriending a wild squirrel in this way, to be honest, was a little out of my comfort zone. I wonder if Cynthia had the same thought about humans. I followed her lead, though, and here we are, both learning about trust and acceptance in a way that still amazes me. Infused with joy, this little girl melts my heart, cracking it open more and more as she helps me heal the pain of the past. I can feel the innocence of my inner child blossoming once again. So what energy frequency is Janet transmitting to her? What is Cynthia receiving from her? Because it's, it's this reciprocal back and forth, just like it is with all our animals, right? It's reciprocal. What, what is Janet offering her as a gift that Cynthia has received? that she's been open to? Does she feel safe? Love right back to Cynthia, Claire says. Marianne, love, trust, and gratitude. Yeah, you can see it, right? You can hear it in Janet's words, and you can see in this little precious squirrel that comes to visit her all the time, knocks on the door, Love and content together. Oh, such a full feeling, Diane, isn't it? Claire says comfort. Oh, I was around all my animals yesterday and I just noticed this wonderful full feeling of family and love. And it's just like, oh, it, 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 bottle it up and take it with me when I'm not with them. And, you know, share them with you on a, on a show so that we can all benefit from it uh, because it's, it's, contagious. And we want that kind of contagious, right? We like more of that. Um, Deanna says mothering and safety, definitely safety and joy. Cindy says, and, and Barbara says, I know she's not a groundhog, but I keep waiting for her to dance to I'm all right from groundhog day. I love that. I love it. Um, so I want to tell you a quick story about uh, a dog that came to me. So just a quick little background Butch, and you'll see a fence off to, we had a fenced property. Um, I, I came to where I was taking my dogs to play and um, there he was one day. But before I even met him that day, he chewed his way in. Before I even met him, I had this dream. And let me, this is my notation in my dream journal, like literally, um, you know, in my dream, I meet him and because he actually in my dream was coming over the fence, six foot fence, right? I meet him and take him to the lower barn, the lower barn I affectionately call where they play. And I put him in the middle stall. And inside the stall, I set up a large, I don't know why I said Orvis dog nest, but just bear with me. Um, he sits still watching me work. 
bowls, food, water. I gather all the necessary items for our new guest. And when I finish, I approach him to look at the injured paw. He extends one paw in a formal greeting. It was a shake. Although I know that the dog door is not large enough for him to get through, I also know we will soon be ordering one his size as he feels like he is here to stay. So the, that was three months before he showed up. And I was like, what in the world? I wrote it down. So all of you write your dreams down. I wrote it down. Three months later, he shows up and I was kind of like, what are you doing? You weren't invited in. And I put him, you know, like you go back to where you ever came from. He continually kept chewing his way back on the property, determined to stay. So finally, I may have been a little slow on the uptake, but I finally was like, oh, oh, you are, you're meant to stay. So I bring him in one of the stalls. It's probably the middle stall actually he was in. And um, he ended up being very, very sick. He had severe heartworms, um, very, very ill. And I remember being so angry at how he came on. Like I was just like, you weren't invited. You pushed your way on. And now I'm, you know, I'm doing the whole poor Tammy. I can't do this thing. And so I take him to the vet. We, you know, we go through the treatment, uh, which was very, very difficult on Butch. And I named him that cause he kind of looked like Butch. Um, and I was a little afraid of him to begin with, to be honest with you, because he was just sort of rough looking. Um, and I didn't, you know, I was just unsure. So he gets treated that first treatment and nearly dies because he's so weak and he is so sick. I remember for that week after he came back from being treated, I sat with him hours and hours and we didn't, he was sleeping or he'd be groaning. Um, he was on his Orvis dog nest. And somewhere in that week, after going through all my like, this shouldn't have happened. And, you know, I'm, I've got too much to do. And, you know, this is hard. And the whole nine yards of uh, Tammy's ranting. It dawned on me that I was committed to him. I was like, where'd that come from? I've been fighting this the whole time. And so it also dawned on me that if he was willing to heal, I would be willing to help him no matter what. And I told him that if you're in, I'm in. And from that point, he got better. And we had an amazing, amazing relationship. And I haven't written yet, but this is literally the dog with the golden heart. So, yes, you're all talking about the treatment. Absolutely. At the time, that was not available. And yes, it was with great reservation that I um, had that. I've never had that since. So um, I'm right there with you on the treatment for the, the severe chemical heartworm uh, and, and other alternatives, 100 um, percent. So. I want to make sure I, I get to everything. I want to share this with you. So many of you have heard Blessing the Bridge, my dear, dear friend, Rita Reynolds. Um, she's a wonderful writer, profound animal person. And um, this is one of the most influential books I read a long, long time ago. Since then, I, I've, we have become good friends. Um, so basically, 
uh, can animals benefit? The bottom line of why I want to share this is can animals benefit from the environment and what you share with them? Well, yes, Butch is a good example of that. Not only did I the love part and my frequency, but the frequency on the property, the frequency of the healing that occurred allowed him to, um, allowed him to heal. And this is the case for all of the animals on my property. So um, what have you learned, understood, felt, comprehended with your pet now? Anything, any insights that have come to you about you during the time your pet's with you or since you've you know, since your pet has passed it, it if we can be aware while they're living we also get the benefit after they leave us these tremendous insights and if you've had an insight about yourself from your pet that's a frequency that's you've stumbled onto a healing frequency that your pet helped you see. And I, that's what I do in private sessions with the animals. Uh, they help me teach you, help you how to see your own perceptual blocks to help your heart heal and have amazing insights drop in uh, that your heart, your broken hearts open and you can actually heal and move forward. So the animals are always helping, helping us with that. So I'd love to share a healing frequency exercise with you. So this is something that is, you know, it could be really quick, but my guess is it, it's more of a time release kind of exercise. So when you do it, and I'm sharing it with you on the show to take with you, find a quiet space without any distractions. So this exercise is designed to open your heart and your mind to healing frequencies. And the more you practice it, the more you get good at it and the more you have access to it. So as usual, you'll need a journal and a pen, a pencil, or even a crayon, like a glitter pen. Do something that's fun because that taps into your creative inner child and your imagination, which is where this, which is a very high frequency. So you're going to be channeling your pet's frequency during this exercise. So as I go forward, ask yourself the following questions, write the questions down if you can, while we're doing it, giving space for the answer to come. They may come immediately or later, which is what I suspect when you're not focused on the questions. So the exercise, when I created it and the animals helped me, I did in present tense. But if your animal has passed, you can certainly do it aside, you know, in, in past tense. So if you're ready, take a deep breath, slow breath, and let out a big exhale, releasing all the tensions, concerns, and worries you are carrying and Believe it or not, you're carrying a bunch right now. They're releasing during the show, but if you literally take the breath and as Sonia Choquette teaches, and I've always loved this, let out the sound of ah, like in through your nose and out through your mouth and do it three times. And on that third out exhale, go ah, and let your 
shoulders drop. That's what you're going to notice immediately. Your body's like, thank goodness, not holding on to all this tension. So question one, Renee, if you would put that up, where does my heart need healing now? And if your pet is passed, ask yourself, when my pet came into my life, where did my heart need healing? Because I guarantee you there's a connection, both present tense and past tense. And sometimes we're not used to asking that type of question, you know, in our day of linear day where we're thinking of other things. That's why I say get a, get a space where you can put some time to this. Um, let whatever comes flow onto the page. Don't be, don't be editing while you write um, examples. I need joy, laughter, love, connection, peace. I need to feel happy again. Fulfillment. I need to feel my purpose to be loved. I need to heal my broken heart. It's a powerful question. And what you're really asking is your spirit and your heart and your higher self to come through along with your animals. Where does my heart need healing now? And whatever you say will show you exactly what's up for you now. What's up for you today? What are you working through on an emotional level? So number two. So I put these blanks. So my theory is when put your name of your pet offers me whatever they offer you, I immediately see or feel. For example, when summer offers me a hug free of expectations, which is always I immediately feel my heart softening and opening. I feel love and peace in that hug instantly, instantly. And I can pull that memory up just to share it with you. And I feel it while I'm speaking it. Those are easy to access. That question is easy to access for you. Three might not be so easy. My biggest heart blocks are. You're like, I don't know, Tammy. What do you think? It's one of those questions when we ask it with a true intention for a, a true answer will be shown. So don't go to your head. Don't travel upstairs to your head. You stay in your heart. You stay in your spirit and you will be answered and ask your animals to clear that path. For example, my biggest heart blocks are daring to love again. You think some of that maybe sometimes trusting after so many losses, you're like, Tammy, what does this have to do with animals? Everything. Everything. I've had animals come to me exactly when I needed it. I didn't even know I was so knee deep in uh, a heart block. They're experts at freeing us energetically from those trapped spaces, which once freed, we can live again. This is always a good one to tap into this frequency. I feel safest when describe what you feel when you are the most open, the most trusting, the most alive and refer to your pet with this. So Claire might say, I felt safest when Bronnie did what? 
in present tense, I feel safest when you being, let's say summer again, or being, or Twinkie, are close to me and I can feel you. That's an easy access because the animals are going to give you the answer. And Claire says, I feel like when letting out the exhale, it's easier to drop into my heart space. That's when Bronnie comes to me the most. Yes. Isn't that the most magical space? And we all have it. Let's use it to its highest degree. Um, and let's definitely always exhale. That's an easy in the car, wherever you are, do the three breaths. And then at the end of it, breathe out like you're blowing out birthday candles and you're letting go of all the, the, all the heavy stuff you're carrying. Don't worry. You can pick it back up again, but for the moment, let it go. It'll still be around later. Um, so number five, I see now where put the name of the pet in offers me the highest frequency gifts of. So example, I got a little carried away. I see now where Katie offered me connection and family. Murphy offered me the highest perspective. Molly helped me be a good mother. Emily showed me kindness to all beings and how to be silly. Bean offers me the gift of dancing with my spirit. Summer offers me the gift of pausing in the day for a hug to connect with my heart. I'm sure all of you have plenty of things you can add to this for yourself. And number six, the best memories I have that make me smile are what? With your animal, what? List them. Example, Murphy used to get in line. He'd get a treat and he'd get in line again for a treat after he'd already had one. And then he'd show up as like, it was his first time. It was so hysterical because I would watch him. They would line up for their treats. That was a game they did. I didn't make them do that. And then when he got his, he'd, went to the back, he'd go to the back of the line and then he'd work his way up again uh, as if I didn't notice, right? Um, Katie would roll her eyes when I asked her to take that medicine one more time. It was, it was a journey with her. Um, Twinkie stealing a $20 bill and acting like I couldn't see her under the sofa with the bill hanging out of her mouth. Like, really? Um, and Snoopy showing me that if a blind dog could find a hole under the fence, what would a seeing dog find mom? Those all make me so smile and they are the best memories. And just sharing them with you, that raises my vibration. What all do you have to share that raises your vibration? And the, and the next is say their name out loud. So I say out loud, I know at any time I can tap into this frequency to help me find the answers my heart longs to know. And you can. I know at any time I can connect with you to help me heal my heart. I promise to connect daily to this energy that heals my heart and soul. And then say, name them. You, Katie, for instance, you are as close as my heart and always with me. It's that simple. It's that profound. I've so enjoyed my time with you. It's always so short. Thank you so much for coming. I love our conversations and I can't wait to see what the animals will create for us next. In the meantime, have a great week and I'll talk to you next time.
You've been listening to Soul Speak with Tammy Hendricks. To learn more and work with me directly, please visit TammyHendricks.com and subscribe to my YouTube channel and Facebook page, Soul Speak with Tammy Hendricks. Remember, Soul Speak is a language we all can learn.